to win a championship. First thing we got to do is eliminate our egos. You got to be in a learning state to become a better player every day. All the accolades will come when you win. We got to be fundamentally sound, blocking and tackling. We got to protect the football, we got to take it away. We got to run the ball and we got to stop the run. Smart, fast, physical, especially in the fourth quarter. That's when you kick their ass. Defend every blade of grass because you never know what's going to happen. Complacency kills. I don't need to get any better. I'm good. I got my spot on the roster. I'm good. That will kill your ass. That'll kill us. It's being accountable to each other. That's, that's a team. Now, what's our goal? To put a ring on our finger. Welcome to the Buccaneers Observer Podcast. This is Ralph Phillips. I'm Molly Bay. Today is August 18th, 2019. 21 days to kick off. We had football Friday night. Good football. That was a good game to watch. Enjoyed it. We also have our 100th episode anniversary. That's right. Today's the 100th episode. What'd you get me? What did uh, <laughs> you got nothing? Uh, I got you all podcast. <laughs> Thanks. But before we get to anything, let's do some follow up and fact checks. Follow up. The Buccaneers Super Bowl was Super Bowl XXXVII, <laughs> the Super Bowl 37. How I didn't know that. Crazy. The current Super Bowl is a 54. So we're 13 years from that? You. It's been <laughs> that a was long... 13 years ago? It happened. So could be 100 years ago. I'd still be proud of that. <laughs> it's true. Follow up. Mazzy Wilkins, my boy. Not Mazzy Wilkerson, as I said a couple times. Uh-huh. He was undrafted. He was actually doing landscape work by the hour, getting paid by the day when the Bucks called. There's also footage of him taking out quarterback Mackenzie Milton in college. Bad leg injury. And you sent me that video. Don't watch the video. It's gross. Yeah, Mazzy got, like, death threats and stuff. What? It wasn't a dirty hit or anything. No. He tackles. He tackles real low, man. I mean, he's an ankle grabber, but he gets you. That knee was, like, dislocated. Got a uh, YouTube video out reviewing the game. Go check it out. Got a couple of clips of Mazzy getting those shoestring cat tackles. He he was in just about every special team's tackle. That'll definitely there. get him a job. And the way he played in the week one game was really good. He got that, almost had that interception, and then uh, forced that fumble. Follow-up. The Texans' general manager position, manager position is vacant after the firing of Brian Ganey. Gain, gainy. He's gone. So it looks like O'Brien is general manager currently because there is no general manager, but apparently they're looking. Oh. It's been a while, though. So it's been since like February or something. That's a long time. You couldn't they, find anybody. They don't know what they're doing. <laughs> I guess not. Who hires the GM? Horrible organization. The owners, I would imagine. Fact check. The Bucks have had four kickoff returns for touchdowns. None since 2010. And their first one was in 2007. So in a four-year span, we had all four of our kickoff returns. Michael Spurlock had the first one in 2007 and the last one in 2010. So he's got half of our kickoff returns. Oh, that's a cool stat, though. Clifton Smith got one in 2008, and Sammy Strouder got one in 2009. Remember the tight end? Sammy Strouder? Wasn't he a tight end? Can't remember. I don't remember. Fact check. There were only five kickoff touchdowns in 2018. All of last year, there's only five. Wow. 
there was 23 touchdown kickoff return for touchdowns in 2010. So it's changed that much that fast. Wow, I'd like to see that on a graph. Yeah, go straight up. You go from yeah. a. You had 13 in 2012, 7 in 2013, 6 in 2014, 7 in 2015, 7 in 2016, 7 in 2017, and 5 in 2018. There was a 1,000 kickoff return attempts in 2017. That means that there's only a 0.7% chance of a touchdown on returned kicks. Wow. There's over 2,000 kickoffs. Only half of them have been attempted returns, and you've only got a 0.7% chance of getting a touchdown doing that. That's a horrendous. In 2003, 13 kickoff return. Wait a minute. Oh, in 2010, there were 2,033 kickoff return attempts. So twice as many attempts at returning the ball. And then they had a 1.13% chance of a touchdown. So things have changed quite a bit. Yeah, no kidding. They're like useless now. I don't even like watching them. Yeah. Nothing ever happens. You know what happens? Flags. flags. That's what happens. They're really bad this preseason with the flags. A lot of people are complaining. There was a flag. It was a GIF on, I think, the Texans playing or Chargers playing Detroit. Somebody playing Detroit. And the quarterback is getting pressure. The One of the offensive linemen is battling with the guy and he gets around him. So another offensive lineman comes back. And picks him up before he gets to the quarterback. They call it a blindside block. Oh, no. It was like dead on. They threw a flag and said it was a blindside block. Yeah, reading the rules for the blindside block, player that gets blocked has to be facing his end zone. And if you come at him from any direction, it's basically a blindside block. And that's really <laughs> easy to see and call. There's very specific parameters. You know, it's only when he's facing his end zone. Yeah. Right, like there's measurables there. Was it all of that, like a catch? There, yeah, you know, yeah. If if it's a if it's a rule that's got solid lines, it, the rule might suck, but at least you understand when they call the penalty. You can look at it and go, "Hey, that's yeah, this and that." But this was not that at all. Yeah, it was bad. Well, we had number sixty-one got called for holding, and the Zach Bailey, one of our rookies, he got called called for holding on a, a Dari Okanabwe. Screen pass that went for like 40 yards. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, he got called back, and it was horrible. I mean, he didn't even come close to holding anybody. He actually laid a pretty good block, but whatever. And, and the, the hands to the face on the quarterback, those were bad. hate those things. It's like with that one with Vita Vea last year against Dallas, they actually had to slow down. <laughs> it happened the so fast. The replay so fast because he barely grazed. It was incidental contact. Yeah. And he didn't hook the face mask or anything, and mm -hmm. he just touched it. No. I mean, you can do it briefly. It's 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 got to be real quick. And that's what it was with that Vita Vea when it was so quick, they couldn't really see it. Yeah. And to slow it down to like 10%. <laughs> so Friday night, awesome, awesome game. It wasn't really awesome so much for the score, the outcome, although that helped. And it definitely helped the way we got that outcome. That was a great little three minutes there at the end. Yeah. But it was it showcased a lot. Now we got to remember this is Miami. They suck, so we know we can beat bad teams. And honestly, we were more dominant in that game than the score led on. Why weren't we getting points on the board? What was it? People dropping the ball. Yeah. Turnover stuff like that. Yeah, I think Ryan Griffin had got sacked, and yeah. he he had a couple of boneheaded decisions that led to a loss, a possession. No, I don't know. I don't remember. Well, that. it was just that we had to punt the ball. I think it was like thinking, a drive killing. I think you're thinking Blink Gabbert. No. No, it was right. I think so. Don't remember that. 
but we had a lot of people step up, and one of the exciting things about it was we got to see a little bit of what our defense is going to be like. Not just the guys, but some of the formations and what they're going to run. That was fun. It was Watching fun. Watching them. Those it linebackers was, looked so good. Linebackers were the stars of the game. All of them looked great. That was good stuff, man. David Kenny looked awesome again. Uh, Kevin Minter was blowing it up. Devontae Bond was blowing it up. Yeah, Minter had that possession where he got there right when the handoff yeah. was made. Yeah. Shaquille O'Neal Barrett played well. I didn't know this. He was named after Shaquille O'Neal. That's his full name, his Shaquille O'Neal, and he was named after the basketball player <laughs> of said name. <laughs> I dare somebody to go call him. What was it? Shazam? Not Shazam. That movie that Shaquille O'Neal was in. I don't know. Kazam. Go up to him and say, Kazam. See how he responds. But he played really well. Yeah, he had those two plays right back to back. He's got that thing. He's going to have a big play every game. He's just one of those guys. That one sack was beautiful where he went behind his guy that was engaged with <laughs> yeah. that left tackle. Yeah, he just popped up out of nowhere. Surprise! Yeah. David Kenny, I, I've got to see him play with the second stringers. I would love to see him play with the first to see how he can do against first string guys. But I mean, he is he is eating those guys alive out there. So what's his specialty? Oh, pass rushing completely. I don't know if I've seen him tackle a runner yet. <laughs> and he cannot do coverage. He cost us eight points. Oh. Yeah. And he said it. He, he said coverage is it's totally foreign to him. He doesn't know. He, it's very, very difficult for him. He said it like slows him down having to think about the stuff. But he went out in coverage. He was supposed to cover the flat. Didn't. Got distracted by a guy running by him. Said, hey, I'm going to cover this guy. Totally should not have. Allowed them to score a touchdown, and then they ran almost the exact same play for the two point conversion, and he read he did the exact same thing. <laughs> no. I was like, "What? How does this happen? <laughs> one, why would they put him in coverage two plays in a row? And yeah, suck the first one. Right. I, I would say, you know, I mean, BA talks about he plays the player strengths. Don't ever put him out in coverage or Vita Vea. They had Nacho out in coverage for one. Ren Dax was talking about them doing that in practice. They had seen that play. Hmm. That's why we can't bring cameras to practice. No I more. guess. <laughs> <laughs> Did Nacho do okay? Yeah, okay. yeah, he played well. He had, He's a little more athletic, right, than Vita. He had one. I don't know, man. No, he's more street than Vita. Gotcha. Okay. But he had one play, and this is this is this was when it's like, man, how do you even grade this? Where he blew up his offensive lineman, got in the backfield when the runner was coming. And could have had him for a tackle for a loss and missed a tackle. Oh, man. And you're like, gosh, how do you grade that? Because that was really good. (laughs) He busted back there, got right there, and then missed the tackle. Damn. He got hit by 53 that was coming around at the same time. But he should have had that tackle. They both should have had that tackle. So, yeah. But, you know, he played good. He played good. But David Kenny, I want to see him. His pass rushing is just really good. On the video I did, you could see this one play where he goes through three guys. And, I mean, he, like, leaves bodies behind him. (laughs) I'm serious. (laughs) <laughs> it's like a, I don't even know what you would call it, a tank with weed whackers on it or something. <laughs> I'd like to see that. A tank with weed whackers yeah. on it? Yeah. That'd be some Russian car. <laughs> Russians would have that in their front yard. It's like that car in National, um, the new National Lampoon. <laughs> vacation. <laughs> the vacation. Yeah, great. With Ed now. Ed Helms and Ed Helms. Helms. Helms and Christine Applegate. The Pacer? Was it a Pacer? I think it was <sighs> the Rabbit. <laughs> it had rabbit as a logo. No, it was called the Prancer. Oh, yeah. it, it had rearview mirrors on the front and the back. It had the mirrors faced the opposite way in the back. They had a cup holder on the outside. 
<laughs> the, the seats would turn around with the button, like mechanically. <laughs> the buttons had all kinds of just crazy symbols on it. They're like, this is an ice cream cone. Let's do that. And they press it like the roof would fall off or something. But they had one. Was it? A, it was a swastika. <laughs> and he, he was like, don't press that. And anyhow, it gets pressed. And his seat turns around after yeah. driving. He's the driver. They're all screaming. It's going real slow, too. It wasn't a swastika. It was the rabbit. He pressed the rabbit button and the car seat turned around. What did he call it? It was the Albanian Royals Royce or something. Albanian Honda? Albanian Honda. Yeah. Good movie. But it was nice to see the secondary get more involved. We had some interceptions. Jamal Dean looks like the real deal. Yeah, I was really impressed with him. They said he had an interception in the first half that he dropped. Mm -hmm. And the reason was because of his gloves. So they made him change his gloves, and he got it in the second half. Yeah, B.A. was on him about the cleats, too. The two yeah, somebody else, he said, had the wrong cleats on. Dari, when he made that yeah, one of his long screen passes, he slipped at the end. It would have been a touchdown. He had three blockers. He was hauling ass. And just boop, boop. So I wonder if BA's getting on the equipment guys. Needs to. Been saying that for years. Yeah. <laughs> the equipment guys do not know how to put the right cleats on these guys. Atlanta game we played last year at Box was just, it was dangerous. I think I counted 23 slips. It was dangerous out there. That's crazy. Yeah, Friday night's game was pretty bad too. Was like it just because of it being so wet? Yeah, that, that it's like mud with grass on top of it. Yeah. I wonder if they can increase the drainage. I'm sure there's all kinds of stuff they can do, but are they going to do it? Do they even recognize it as a problem? I don't right. know. Do you not know? Saw a lot of stuff, though. Uh, we've, we've been doing the three tight end sets. I said that week one. We did it more week two, Friday night. Who was who were the three tight ends? They switched them all out. Okay. Uh, 88, 87, 82 seem to be Eau Claire, Hudson, and Jordan Leggett. They seem to get the most. But they're, they're doing a lot of different stuff out of that. They're using them as blockers. Sometimes they 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 got a lot of pass plays too, and they're using tight ends as a fullback. They'll line them up in the fullback position because you know Bruce Arians does not agree with having fullbacks, so he just uses these tight ends. Why not? We've got plenty of them. They're all big. How's Hudson's blocking? It's been fine. I, I, I or somebody so. said it sucked, but I think Ba said he needs to work on his blocking. Yeah, I haven't noticed it being bad. Because that gives them the edge to stay on the team, especially if they can do special teams. If Hudson doesn't stay on the team, he's going to get snatched quick. Yeah, I think so, too. We're not going to be able to put him on the practice squad. And they talked about maybe He'll keeping four tight ends. So we sometimes they do. Yeah, then we, we probably will, as many tight end formations as we're running. Like I said, I mean, I, I've counted over five triple tight end formations. Gosh, can you imagine having OJ and Bray on the field at the same time right beside each other? We're going to see that a lot. Yeah. Man, we did blitz a lot, too. We were coming in from everywhere. Everywhere. Those guys had no idea how to stop all those fucking blitz angles. And they would come in late sometimes, too. Mm-hmm. Like, they wait for the play to develop. Make you think they're doing something and then turn around and blitz you. Yeah. I really enjoyed watching that. It was good. Yeah, I feel like five or six players probably had notable plays like that. Yes, at least. So far, I've been impressed with David Kenny, Mazzy Wilkins, Hudson, Brian Griffin. I've changed my mind on him. <laughs> have you? Yes. Yes. And it, I, I even bitched about how he didn't have pocket presence, but he's got pocket presence. He's really good at it. He's, he's been getting a lot of pressure on him. Yeah, I was just thinking that. What if he played behind the ones? How would he play? Yeah, well, he's going to get a lot of pressure behind them, too. Donovan Smith is just, 
I mean, he's had 15 plays total in two weeks. I don't know. I haven't counted, but I'd say 15 plays, somewhere around there. And I counted five bad plays. So a third of all his plays were bad. Yeah. That's horrible. He better get, For he better, a starter? He better eat a hamburger or something. That vegan diet ain't working. Something ain't working. And is it because he's hurt? Is he hurt? I don't know. Remember, he tweaked his Achilles. So is he still playing on that? That might explain. That might explain why he keeps ending up on his back. <laughs> and unfortunately, they've been putting Kyle Boozer in as a backup. Cole Boozer. Cole Boozer, and he's not doing well at all. Number ninety for he's Miami. He's either getting a penalty or getting beat. He's getting all these penalties because he's scared to death. He's getting beat so bad. Number ninety just abused him all night Friday night. The whole time he was out there. Charles Harris, he's actually a starter for Miami. He just he just embarrassed Boozer. So left tackle, we're we're hurting. So far, we haven't put anybody in there that can play well. Ugh. Will we trade for somebody? You ain't gonna be able to trade Donovan Smith. Ugh. There's no way. <laughs> no way. Yeah, maybe maybe Washington is Trent Williams. Right. <laughs> so, but then we're we're looking at the possible injury prone left tackle that has got maybe some years left in him. We don't know. Donald Penn to a one-year deal. No, wouldn't bring him back. No. Don't believe in it. Don't need no disgruntled employees on our team. Yeah. But Minter did well. Bond did well. Uh, Devontae Bond played well in the first game, too. And I want to say Minter did as well, but not as good as they did last night. Yeah, the linebackers, they were just going off. It was beautiful. They were everywhere, too. They were batting down passes, pass deflections, tackling well, blitzing. We're stacked there. And... They're not even our best players. We got Levante David and Devin White sitting on the bench. They might smell blood in the water with Levante David. Yeah. They, 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 he, there might be a job over in there. <laughs> they, somebody might take his job. Yeah. Andre Ellington, though, number 32, he is not going to make the team. Oh, no. no. Well, now they have Dare working uh-huh. out as number three. And actually, Rojo went out of practice today, and Dare is filling in for him. So he's playing with the ones. Well, there you go. Yeah, Andre Ellington is not going to make this team unless he just does everything right week three. If he even gets a chance to play, he might end up playing in third and fourth quarter. If he plays, he's just messing up bad. Do you think it's from being out of football a year? Don't know. Could be. He does not know how to pass block. Seems like he would have done that in Arizona when he was with BA. Did he make that team? He made the team, right? Yeah, after two running backs in front of him got hurt. Yeah. But he has whiffed on, on quite a few blocks that have allowed the quarterback to get sacked or flushed out of the pocket. And he had that fumble Friday. Yeah. That that flipped the game there for a while. That's when they, they got a good lead on us. Yeah. <laughs> so so funny. It was like, like the third quarter, it was 3-3 three to three or something like that. I was like, how in the world are we still tied with the Dolphins at 3-3? Three to three? I know. But hey, Not what we're used to. Last week, we put up 28 points. So go into the third quarter, three to three. Yeah, but it was a good game, though, man. Yeah. I enjoyed it, especially at the end. Usually, watching the scrubs, it's just so bad. Yeah, they didn't it, like it, sloppy it football, but it looked people weren't competing. Yes, it did not look sloppy. But then again, like we said, it's Miami, not a good team. Well, we can beat bad teams with our third string. There so you, there you go. <laughs> That's a cause for optimism. That's like our floor, right? We can beat bad teams. <laughs> Is that our motto? <laughs> we can beat bad teams. Well, there's a significant number of bad teams in the NFL. Yes, it's true. At least half, right? <laughs> right. 
If you could beat half the play, half the teams and then get lucky. Yeah, um, a couple, a couple times. more. <laughs> You're eight and eight, baby. Unfortunately, we don't have any bad teams in our division. So that's six hard games a year right there. You could still go 10 and six, theoretically. If you lost if all. If half your games, you win. And then you get lucky a couple more times <laughs> and lose to everybody in your division. You would have to go go ten and six. You would have to beat everybody else, everybody but your division. You have to win all the other teams. That's been, if we could play Miami, the Jets. I'm gonna throw the Raiders in there because they just are not gonna be good. The Bills. The Bills. How about Detroit? They were they were out of that hole there for a while. I think they're back in it, aren't they? Yeah, they are. All right, I'll put Detroit on there. Although Detroit's always a tough team, man. Washington. Washington, yes. Oh, they are such a disaster this year. The Jags. Yes, the Jags. Notice these are all the people that we draft with usually. <laughs> these are our peeps, <laughs> our gang. So that's seven teams right there. If we could play them and then play our six division opponents, we could go ten and six. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't think we have that kind of schedule. No. Oh, we do have the Titans. There we they're go. There that's too. another one, Titans. <laughs> yep. So we play the Titans. We're playing the 49ers. Yeah. Which on paper, they should be good. Yeah, okay. But seeing as how two of their main starters haven't even snapped a ball this year in a real game, preseason. Oh, and Nick Bosa. <laughs> He's out. Yeah. Until week one, maybe. They've had some pretty significant injuries where they're not playing in the preseason. Maybe Quan took that culture of injury with him. I don't know if it was him. I don't know. I wouldn't say it was him. I'd say it was somebody else. Which reminds me, I saw the Panthers preseason game. Both weeks, they've looked like crap. Uh, this last week they played Jerry McCoy out there for a few snaps. He didn't do nothing. He was didn't out, he get was one for, angry sack. No, he didn't even come close. He was out there for quite a while too, quite a few series. But yeah, so maybe we can add the Panthers to that lot. I wouldn't be mad if we did. No. What did you see of the running back core besides Andre? Did that Bruce Anderson play? He played a little bit, right? Uh, I don't know. He didn't do anything Not to stand out. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, the the two, Adari played well, and he had those two screen passes. One got called back on a penalty, you know, and they picked up big yardage. To me, that's more of a sign of play calling them. But but you need somebody that can do the job. Too. Yeah, he he did, and he, he he had some good runs. He got us out of a a hole in the end zone. We were right there on the two or three yard line. And it was one of those triple tight end formations, a jumbo package, the big thirty one, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. I feel like I need a cigar when I say that. We're gonna run a thirty one. <laughs> Run it. And he ran behind the tight ends and picked up like 14, 15 yards. Got us out of the end zone. They, they, they blocked well. Um, Ronald Jones just kind of, you know. He's been out today with a knee injury, and I wonder if it was that where he slid on the, kickoff. Yeah, on the kickoff. Where his knee like hyper extended backwards. Yeah, I thought he was going to just fall down. That was bad. Yeah. I would have. I would just rolled over and started crying for my he mom. He looked like a ballerina. He gives a ballerina stance. Yeah, he popped right up, too, like <laughs> like he had practiced that. The receivers, did anybody stand out? Well, you know, with all 22, you can't see what the receivers do. You can't see if they shake their coverage, if they run crisp routes, if they are fast. So, no, I can't I can't really say anything about the receivers. Mm-hmm. Same with secondary. You know, you can't see what the safety's doing, can't see what the cornerbacks are doing. A couple plays you can. 31 Whitehead, he screwed up a play. Oh, he did? What did he do? It looks to me like he ran zone when everybody else was in man, and he was confused at first, and he was kind of like yelling at everybody. I don't know what he was yelling at him, 
but I think it was basically he didn't know what was going on. And he ended up running back into coverage, and the guy he was supposed to cover ended up getting wide open. Oh, no. <laughs> Across the middle of the field, yeah. But that was only because of the camera angle that you could see what happened. But he played pretty well, I thought. He didn't really, yeah, didn't really do much. Didn't do much bad. That was only a bad play. But... I think he had a couple good hits. Probably. You should see our kicker try to tackle people. He does like a dive. <laughs> when I say a dive, I'm not talking about like a baseball dive or a football dive. He does a swimming dive. Puts his hands together like he's praying. <laughs> and he, he just sticks Pushes his body up. Yeah. It's like really weird. I think he was just scared. I don't think he ever tackles. The what, kickers don't practice that. So you think he was really praying? <laughs> Probably. Okay. <laughs> he did tackle the guy, though. Yeah. Kind of. I mean, he hit the guy and caused him to go off balance so somebody else could come tackle him. Yeah, exactly. The holder, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Had to be a one-two punch there between the two of them. <laughs> Who came in doing some other weird arm gesture. <laughs> he was flapping his wings like a bird. <laughs> no. So this week we're playing Cleveland. This is going to be at Cleveland. Is that correct? Nope, it's at Bucks. Oh, so we get two right in a row. There yeah, and then we finish off at Dallas. That's the only Thursday night game we have at 8 p.m. I bet that's going to be on Thursday night football. Yeah, because it's Dallas. Yeah, it's week four. I mean, the starters aren't even going to dress probably. Yeah. They're just sit there. They're gonna sit there and mock the guys on the field. How cool was it at the end of our game when Matt Gay is kicking and everybody on oh, the sideline yeah. is watching it yeah. and they just go crazy when he makes it. Everybody stops to watch him kick. Yes, I can't stand it. And you see it a lot more in preseason. You'll see guys watching the games, but that's because there's so many rookies and young guys out there and all that. <clears throat> I hate seeing guys sitting on the bench during the game. You know, especially when the exciting stuff's happening. Get up there and act like you care about the game. Yeah. Sit on the bench and talk. I mean, I understand you got to do some strategizing and everything. You want to rest a little bit, but I think too often it becomes a thing where you get off field, you just go and sit on the bench. You don't really pay attention to what's going on. <clears throat> but yeah, they were all excited, jumping up and down. They were all lined up on those sidelines. It was cool. That was a cool thing to see. That bad guy seems pretty good. You see his little shimmy he's got before yeah. he kicks the ball? <laughs> he just shakes his shoulders. Did we talk about this on the podcast, how... Kickers that always have like a ritual. I know we were talking um, about it. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure we have talked about it That's on the podcast. That's part of his ritual. Yeah, he does it. It's just what I do when I go bowling. I do that little shimmy thing. <laughs> <laughs> I recognize it right away. I'm like, hey. We're I wonder if he bowls like that. Do you kick like that? That's exactly how I <laughs> kick. A little shimmy, shimmy, cocoa bop. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we had the camera on now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he's primed to make the job. And. Who wasn't the Bears just dropped their kicker and the Jets did? They'll be in the market for a good kicker. Cairo's good. Hmm. If we could trade him. Maybe. Yeah. That'd be good. That'd be cool shit. Yeah. What are we trading for, though? They're not going to give up much. No. Hmm. But anything would be cool. Yeah. Get something better than just cutting him. Right. But maybe they know that we'll do that, so they'll just wait. How many people need kickers? It's a small market. Scarcity brings value. Maybe. Maybe we can trade him for, like, Tom Brady. <laughs> Sounds reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. It's a kick a year. They can maybe give us a draft pick, too. Oh, yeah. I'm sure B.A. could totally work Belichick <laughs> over like that. Our coach is better than Belichick. <laughs> well, our man Jason Light, he just got a big extension. That's right. He's you know, now online with B.A. with his contract. Yeah. 
They both expire in five years. It doesn't mean anything. I don't know why people that don't like like are upset because it, it literally means nothing. They could fire him tomorrow. They just have to pay him. Yeah, they, which they, they have no problem doing. Right, they've they done did, it. They're probably still paying Shiano and Lovey and Dirk. <laughs> probably still paying him. I know. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if Dirk... What's the rule? I, I know if you get another head coaching position in the NFL, you forfeit your pay from the previous team. But what about assistant coaching? Probably the same thing. Or you get a portion of it, maybe. I know a lot of guys will go to college so they can collect their NFL money. They'll go to college till that runs out and then go back to the NFL. Huh. Yeah, Lovey's still coaching college after he left us. I can't believe he's still there. So we're probably still paying. <laughs> he's, he's getting paid like $13 million to coach a college team. That, yeah. that only has to pay him like minimum wage. Really? They don't pay him a whole lot, I'm sure, but he's getting money from the NFL, from the Buccaneers, the Glazers. No, I think that contract is done. That goes for five years, too, and that was 2000. Yeah, he's done with that. Yeah, just barely. I wonder how much Cutter was getting paid. Will we ever find out details on his contract? I don't know. Are they ever public? Yeah. We haven't heard BAs. All we know is it's five years. That's all we know. Yeah. And likes firstborn. (laughs) What else has happened? Cedric Benson died in a motorcycle accident. I heard about that. It has nothing to do with the Bucs, but that was sad. Yeah. I always liked him as a player. That's sad. How long had he been out of football? Quite a while. Yeah. yeah a few years. Mm. I think he's only 36. Well. Oh, Antonio Brown left camp again at the Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, he's so upset about the helmet thing. John Gruden. John well, Gruden. Mike Mayock came out and was like, we'd like to know what he's doing. When is Incognito going to snap? That's the one we're waiting for because we've already gotten Gruden. We've already gotten Antonio Brown. HBO might leave after he goes off. <laughs> They'll have to vacate the yeah. premises. He'll be taking hostages or something. Or Vontez Perfect. I want to see the. I want to see Vontez Perfect and Incognito fight each other. Everybody in the NFL would put what they're doing down to watch this, and nobody would intervene because you want <laughs> one of these people to kill each other. Nobody likes either one of them. <laughs> uh, how much of a distraction is that in your locker room? Somebody like that, he, you know, is unstable. Like, that dude's crazy. Yeah, I'd be weary about being around incognito. Just reading the news report about his... Yeah. Wanting to chop his dad's off head rails. off? His corpse? Ugh. What was he, What was he going through? He was on something. Well, he could get back on it. That's exactly. what was scary. <laughs> I know. Yeah, they're going to be a disaster this year. I'm glad you brought up Washington, because I forgot about how bad they were going to be. All these <laughs> other teams are just falling apart. <laughs> I guess they have Colt McCoy as their quarterback. Oh, who knows? I don't know. But he broke his leg at the end of last season. Dan Snyder's going to get out there and play quarterback oh one day. Oh, my gosh. Jake Rudin said, we don't know if he's going to be here the first week, maybe not back till after a couple weeks. Here's what's going to happen. Jake Gruden's going to get fired <laughs> from the Redskins, probably Me mid-season. Too. Yeah. <laughs> and he's going to go immediately work for John. And then that's going to be even worse of a shit show. Why? Because they're brothers? Yeah, and they're both kind of... I don't know. Jerks. The great. Yeah. And now that Jay's been a head coach for a while, you think he's going to work under John? Of course, John's going to constantly be like, I got a Super Bowl. I got a Super Bowl. And that's just going to irritate the hell out of Jay. <laughs> <laughs> that would be annoying. They're going to be having knife fights in the parking lot. That's my prediction. Which one's older? Good... John. Okay. We got to go through our predictions, all the predictions we've said. I, we said Cam Newton's not going to make it to the season. Yeah. A lot of people have said that. So that makes me even more confident in my prediction. <laughs> the, the Raiders are just going to 
fall apart. Derek Carr ain't going to make it through midseason. He'll be benched, I think. Benched or cut or... Traded. Broke in half. That Quan and Garoppolo not playing and Bosa not playing until week one against us is going to be a disaster for them. And we've got to win week one and week two against Quan and McCoy just to shut everybody up. And to make it, you know, the, the younger guys and the guys that were there and saw McCoy and Quan and knew them and were friends with them. And, you know, he got unceremoniously let go from the team. If we lose against them, it's going to make those guys go, well, we should have cut them. And then they're going to lose faith in this coaching staff. So we, we need to win both those games. At least play well and shut those two down. We can't have them have good games against us. What else? What other predictions have we said? Oh, Vita. Oh, yeah, Vita. Definitely. I mean, he's got to show some health, though. He, he played well. I mean, he wasn't injured when he came back last year for the after week four. Right. It took him a little while to get his footing, but... Yeah, it wasn't until week 11 before he started really dominating. But yeah, we he's going to have a huge year this year. What else? No Spence. No Spence. Yeah, I'd really like to see Kenny against second stringers at least, and I think they're going to put him out there. I hope so. I think they will because he's just making plays, man. I mean, but you would know if he's in the play, it's going to be a pass rush because <laughs> that's like all he can do. Yeah, you know he's going to pass rush that's yeah. for sure. I want to see him run at him and see if he's a good tackler. Oh, that's a good idea. So then at least he could run stop, too, maybe. So we're going to have the Browns game Friday. We'll have another podcast out Wednesday. We were going to do an instant cast after Friday's game against Miami, but we were way too tore up. You wouldn't have been able to understand what we'd say. Plus, Molly was tired. We stayed up late. We were behind on the game, too. We started like We kept minutes. pausing it. Yeah. So we didn't actually get done watching it until like 11. Yeah, we, we messed up. Switched to Twitter real quick for something, and got spoiled on the game like 20 minutes before it was over. They're like, oh, no. But then the best stuff, that's when the best stuff happened. Yeah, it was still a good game. Yeah. Even knowing the outcome. Because we scored a touchdown. We're like, oh, that's going to be it. And then they scored a touchdown and get the, got the two points. Right, and I looked to you and I said, did we get trolled on Twitter? Because I don't think we're going to win this. <laughs> and then we came back and won it. It was such an important thing to do because last year, it was like we were always losing like that. And we were never able to stop them or come back. Yeah, I think not being able to stop people was a really big thing. Right. Because if they got the ball, you know, we had to we had to time it just right to where we scored when the clock ran out, basically. Yeah. <laughs> so we couldn't good. give them the ball back. They just come down and score. Yeah. Wasn't it nice to see some takeaways? Yeah. Past two games, we've had takeaways. Didn't have no takeaways last year, man. That was that was. Bad. To the point where they had to be like, all right, we're focusing on this. This is all we're doing this week is trying to get takeaways. Wasn't it the cornerbacks didn't have a takeaway until like week 12 or something? Well, I think they had a big drought. Like they had some in the first couple games, and then they had like a five-game drought. Yeah, yeah, we need to fact check that. I'll let you follow up on that one. All right, that's going to wrap it up for us. We'll have another podcast out Wednesday. Molly's going to give us a uh, overview on the... Cleveland Browns game coming up. That podcast will be out Friday before the game. Until next time. Go Bucks.